rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. God, what the hell? Hi, everybody. Not too loud. This is Tara Devlin. You know, it's it's not easy being a one-man band. My name is Tara Devlin. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern now. Used to be 7 to 8, so. Um, I'm having a little trouble getting my shit together. And this is a show for mature audiences, just so you know. <clears throat> I'm kind of like, I'm not going to censor myself because I'm not in the mood. So we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 7, I mean from 6 to 8. And uh, we are replayed on Progressive Voices starting tomorrow, Sunday, from 6 to 8 p.m. Or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. Or on GDPR Revolution 99, or on wherever, iTunes, SoundCloud, <clears throat> all the, all those, you know, the regular, the usual suspects. Tonight's a great show. I have, first of all, let me apologize. I wasn't here last week. I wasn't feeling well. So I, that was the first time I've ever not done a show. Usually if I, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I have a conflict. I'll try to pre-record on another night. Uh, I just wasn't able to. It was it's, I just couldn't do it. So it was like one of those things. I'm just, I'm only human. You know what I mean? As much as I hate to admit it. So, but I want to thank everyone who sent me messages. And that really touched me. That the fact that people noticed and cared enough to reach out to me who I don't really know you guys. You know what I mean? Like it's, I know uh, we meet here every Saturday evening, but you know, it's sort of, I see your names on our, on my, on the uh, chat list. And I, uh, I realize how much um, you mean to me, really. Uh, why, why would I do this otherwise, really? Well, also, I want to do something about the our impending, our uh, plunging into fascism. That kind of bothers me, so that's why I do it too. But it it did touch me that people. I got a lot of um, emails and whatnot, and messages and tweets asking uh, where I was, if I'm okay, what's happening, and yes, I'm fine. So, but thank you. Anyway, I just want to. I wanted you to know that it meant a lot uh, because it also means that we're, we are connecting that, and that's the point, right, of life, isn't that? So uh, to do as much good as we can while we're here to stand up for justice, to stand up against the tyranny of uh, the oligarchy of, of the, what, I mean, what, the tyranny of greed, of the lowest aspects of the human condition, to fight against that, to come together, to, you know, when I say we stick together, we win, I really mean that. Because we are, uh, and that's what they're so afraid of. That is what Trump and all his, those grifters who managed to ride the worst aspects of the human condition to the highest office in the land, to rig the game in their favor, 
And the way that they do it is that they divide us. They divide us along racial lines. They divide us along any any fissure of disunity, as Henry Wallace said. And I sometimes I sometimes think it does get me down thinking that we. I mean, how many fights do we have to fight? Will we ever overcome uh, the stupidity? Will we ever get to a point where we can take a break? And I don't think so. I don't. I don't think we can. I think it's something in the human heart that we have to conti- continuously make the same mistakes. You know, they say a, a smart person learns from their mistakes. A wise person learns from the mistakes of others. I, I don't know what we are because history teaches us again and again that we uh, – about divide and conquer, about the uh, the old the, – what was I trying to say? Uh, like the authoritarian who uh, who exploits people. I mean the thing that really annoys me about the Trump and Z is that – they fall for the oldest tricks in the book, divide and conquer. Are you that stupid? Yes. I mean, of course. Of course you are. I, I don't get it. And selfishness, greed, the, to, to, uh, to not even understand what it means to be an American, what it means you know, to, to, to wave your flag and rail about freedom without really understanding what you're doing, what the flag is representing, what freedom is supposed to represent. I saw this video. I actually wrote a little article on RDT Daily about this drunken asshole who went after this woman who was wearing a a Puerto Rican flag on her shirt. And this Trumpanzee, of course, I mean, he didn't say it, but of course he is. Of course he's a Trumpanzee. He could not abide that somebody would wear a, a shirt with a Puerto Rican flag. Well, you know what? The land of the free, we don't have the freaking fashion police for real. This isn't Nazi Germany where you have to wear certain uniforms or d- display a certain deference to the flag. I mean, that's what the flag represents is that you get to wear a freaking shirt of your choosing without a moron getting in your face about it. But this is what happened. This this woman was at a park. Try, they had rented out an area of a park to have a party, you know, as human beings are wont to do. And some moron who didn't feel that this woman should have, should have the right to wear a flag, you know, I guess she should wear the American flag. You know, wear a made-in-China American flag lapel pin to show your your uh, uh, your obsequiousness. So what's the word? Obsequi? I can't even think. Your your. How about just we'll just go with stupidity. And for you not to know, not to understand that. You're the problem when you're it's not the woman wearing a damn Puerto Rican flag, not showing the proper deference to what you believe is America. What is America? It's that we are, we're all the same. Right. You, you have you don't have dark pigment. Right. And if you do, you know your place. 
that's what America is to these cowards who have absolutely no idea what America is about. If the, the land of the free, you should be able to wear whatever the hell you want. But of course, what happened with this woman was that this moron uh, harassed her, chased her through the park. She was screaming for help for, from a cop. The cops, what the hell does a cop do? You know, you, and you know that if that, if that uh, moron was black, if he happened to have a little bit of darker pigment, he'd probably be dead right now. But what did they do? They didn't even, the police didn't even stop this guy. They did nothing. They stood there they, like, like idiots. And eventually a, a bystander stepped in, and uh, a male, and got this moron to back off. But that's what you call harassment, right? Isn't that disturbing the peace? Why didn't they arrest this moron? At least on, at least give him a breathalyzer because he goddamn looked like he was drunk. Isn't that a, isn't that an offense? Public intoxication? But there you go with your white privilege. And your Trump and Z privilege, I guess we should. We should really, there's right-winger privilege, too, because if a right-winger, they could walk around uh, with their stupid penis extensions, uh, carrying their AK-47s into Starbucks, and nobody blinks, right? We're all supposed to, all supposed to bow down before the, the snowflake right-winger, or they might melt, you know? But that's, it's, we, we, they, this is another thing. Okay. I'm just stumbling over my words because I'm thinking about this other thing that I I hear all the time from right wingers, which is, oh, you left winger, you liberals, you know, we're supposed to be, we're, we're hypocrites. We're supposed to be so tolerant. I thought you were so tolerant of right wingers. I, why aren't you tolerant? You know, there's no, there's no tolerance for hatred and ignorance. If you tolerate that shit, you're just as bad. You're part of the problem. I don't have tolerance for morons. Tolerance. Oh, so I'm going to be tolerant of your intolerance. No. If you don't have even the basic desire to be a better person or to educate yourself, if you are confronted with facts and instead of absorbing those facts and adjusting your your behavior accordingly to the new information, you stuff your fingers in your ear and chant USA, 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 then I don't got time for you. I don't got, I, I don't have, there's not enough time in my life to tolerate you. You're intolerable. You're the problem. You're everything. When the, when the, our ancestors were storming the beaches of Normandy, you're what they were fighting against. The ignorance that's in the human heart. That it that didn't matter that it was the Germans that time. It's It could be us this time. And it doesn't just start with concentration camps. It, but it ends there when you dehumanize people and you create these artificial hierarchies that the, that divide people. That, and you use your this nationalism, you wrap yourself in the flag to uh, as a you as a shield for your ignorance to propagate uh, the the very thing that the flag is supposed to 
prevent from happening, not the flag, I mean, the, uh, our system of government. We have a democratic republic, a constitutionally limited democratic republic. We, we don't have a king. That's what we fought against. That's what the founders fought against for, with all their flaws, yes, with, with all their hypocrisy and their slave owning and their misogyny and their homophobia, of course. You know, we evolve. And rightfully show that that's how we do it. This is what it, it means to be alive. You, you're born. You know, uh, I, I, I don't wear diapers anymore. You know what I mean? Well, maybe I will when I'm older. Who knows? But, you know, like they say, once a, an adult, twice a child, you never know. Hopefully not. I don't know. But, you know, no uh, shame for older people that have to. But I'm just saying. I, you grow out of things. I don't wear my, I don't wear my, um, you know, uh, grease is the word t-shirt that I, I wore when I was a child. You know what I mean? I, I grew out of it. I, I'm not that, uh, I, I, I don't play with Star Wars figures anymore. You know what I mean? Maybe, I mean, maybe some people do still. I, they collect them for one thing, but I don't sit around playing, you know, with, uh, with doll. I never play with dolls, but. I mean, my mother tried to make me kind of girly. She gave me, uh, she actually did. She tried to make me wear dresses. She tried to buy me dolls. She, she bought me Barbie dolls. And instead of playing with them like a normal, I guess whatever normal is, like a heterosexual normative child, I uh, chopped the heads off of them and played Haunted Barbies. Where And, well, Ken came to the house and... Barbie was decapitated. It was a mess. And I don't think he's ever got over it, really. But, and, uh, you know, whatever. You just, you got to be who you are. You know what I mean? But my mother tried, she tried to, like, make me wear dresses. And she wouldn't want me, she told me I couldn't go out and play if I didn't wear this dress. And I had to wear a dress. And also the culottes, that was another thing. It was a culotte compromise. And uh, the great culotte. Kula compromise, I think it was, it came, went down in history as, and I, but I had to explain to all my friends who were boys that, uh, why I was wearing culottes, and, uh, but anyway, they understood, you know what I mean? You do what you gotta do to survive in this goddamn world when everybody's pushing their bullshit on you. It never stops. It starts from when you're a child. I'm not, I mean, I'm not really not angry about that, but it's just, everybody's bullshit, you know? It's not that, uh, uh, it's not that scary. You know, we're all um, different. We're all diverse. Why would we want everybody to be the same? This is the other thing. These Trumpanzees, what kind of world do they live in? This, this, it, it, and it always reminds me of, of Dorothy going from, Kansas to Oz, the black and white into the color. They ha they they live in the black and white world. Nothing. There's where, there's no there's no difference. There's no beauty. There's no diversity. There's no rainbows. There's nothing. There's just th them themselves. They just want themselves. I mean, but you know that's it's just not true. It's just not true because whatever. 
Everybody's different. And that's why they're so fucked up. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You're always catching them in like a hotel room with a uh, naked man and that they say is an angel. This is another thing that happened. This other guy. I mean, every time. How come every time you, 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 I mean, we could just set our clocks to the next right winger who is caught in the act of being himself gay, uh, you know, some anti-gay whatever, uh, you know, all of a sudden caught with like a male hooker or something, you know what I mean? It's just because they're repressed. <sighs> it's And you only have one life to live. This is the other thing. Why are you such a greedy, dumb bastard? Not just greedy, but stupid. And also trying to inflict your ignorance on other people. You know, just because other people have the courage, they have something that you will never possess, which is the courage to live an authentic life. And it's, if you, instead of suppressing them, why don't you try to be like them? You know what I mean? Ask them, how, how did you uh, overcome your bullshit? You know, your mother's bullshit. Did your mother make you wear culottes? You know, did she try to get you Barbie dolls? I don't know. Whatever. I mean, the whole another thing. It's like, I, I, and then my mother. It was a you know got me an easy bake oven. Like what the hell? You're really setting me up for success here. You know what I mean? <sighs> this world, and that's where we're going. We're we are regressing because I actually just read another story recently about this. Um, woman who was traveling with her daughter who had a different last name because the woman decided that she wasn't going to participate in the patriarchal uh, th uh, throwback to when women were literal property of their husbands when they had, which wasn't that long ago, okay? We, I was alive during a time when my mother couldn't get a credit card be unless my father signed off on it, you see? If that ain't the freaking Handmaid's Tale. I mean, we have the Handmaid's Tale going on in this world right now. What do you think is going on in Saudi Arabia? Uh, it's, this, this is, it's not something out of the realm of possibilities. You have this, when you have small-minded, weak, cowardly, patriarchal assholes, they, oh, want, you know, I mean, they are inflicting their shit on everybody. And this woman who was trying to travel with her daughter who had a different name and then she was like pulled in by these, you know, agents of whatever and uh, they were questioning her. Why? You know, how very suspicious of you not to take your husband's name. Why wouldn't you take your husband's name? Do well, you have a problem? What's your problem? You know, you know, you, why are you such a, why are you such a feminazi? Why don't you know your place, woman? Take your husband's name. You are, why doesn't he take your name, right? Why wouldn't they ask that? But, of course. <sighs> but this is where we're going. And why I'm bringing this up, too, is because, well, this week, we know, well, it just came out, um, Mueller indicted uh, again. Uh, well, he, he released some more indictments against the, the traitors that are squatting in the White House. And what I don't get is why we are allowing this effing traitor to uh, shape the future of our country. So, you know, like when, when Twitler was running to uh, be the so-called president, 
he said, well, if you vote for Hillary Clinton, you'll you'll uh, you'll have a a uh, a president under constant investigation by the FBI and blah blah blah. And of course, uh, now we have uh, a president under constant investigation. And it's not just investigation. We the the uh, the witch hunt that uh, su- the supposed witch hunt is is uh, is bearing a lot of fruit. There's a lot of witches in the witch hunt, getting, getting caught up in this witch hunt. And now there was like 12 more, and I'm not exactly sure. I think altogether there's 20, no, 35 indictments. There's five guilty pleas, and two people have gone to prison in this witch hunt. So the, and meanwhile, this is what we're dealing with, because that, we are, we're dealing with traitors. We, uh, let's just get it, you know, not traitors like Trader Joe's, traitors like Benedict Arnold, all right? We have a literal compromised agent of a foreign dictator squatting in the White House. You, it's not just circumstantial evidence. This guy is a traitor to this country because they don't care about this country. They never did. They don't understand it, just like that moron who chased that woman with the Puerto Rican flag on her shirt. He doesn't understand this country. They don't understand this country. They don't care. They don't like a democracy. They don't don't want democracy. What the hell? A democracy? It's annoying to them. It's pesky. Why would they want the pesky plebes, the peons, to get in the way of their grift, to get in the way, to, to, to vote for what? I want to drink clean water, I want to breathe clean air. F that, bitches. You're going to drink what we put in front of you. If it's filled with chemicals, oh well. So little baby, your Johnny uh, or Janie, so what? Their brains don't develop properly because they're drinking lead. Who cares? They're fine. They'll be fine. Not, not the kids. They will. The twitlers of the world, they'll disappear behind the walls of their gated communities, whatever. You should know your place, and your friggin' reward will come in heaven. So stop complaining. Just, it's not them. It's, it's a brown person. It's a refugee. It's somebody who, they, they come and they want what you have, right? Whatever that is, I mean, it ain't much, but don't uh, uh, look up at the, the source of your problem because you know, they're just like you, right? Trump is just like you. He uh, he doesn't know when to use T-O or, two or T-O-O either. So, you know, just as dumb as you and just as racist and just as confused. So, hey, you know what? Maybe he'll meet you for a beer. But, I mean, maybe not because you may not be able to afford that beer. And he ain't paying, I'll tell you that. Trump is a, he is not a generous person, and he's also not a uh, reliable debtor. He's, you don't ever, don't ever loan him any money, uh, as the banks learned out, learned themselves firsthand. <sighs> because Trump doesn't pay his bills. That's the way it is. Uh, and also, he's, he's, a, he's just full of shit. So he talks about, he wants to, uh, of course, he's a racist asshole. You know, he's talking about Elizabeth Warren, about Pocahontas, and, you know, uh, in front of his morons, in front of his Nuremberg rally of morons. You know, they, I, I call the, the morons, they're, it's, uh, 
I referenced the Nazis, but you know, I guess we should be grateful that they're are that they're morons, that these idiots are morons. Because imagine if they weren't morons. Imagine the damage they could do. Look at the Nazis. I mean, I don't think the Nazis were as stupid as this uh, collection of stupid, greedy bastards. And that's the thing about the Republicans today. They it's not that they are they're not smart they're they really aren't they just don't have any scruples they have no morals and they're willing to say and do anything to ingratiate themselves and that includes sucking up to the most prolific con man ever to seek the presidency of all the con men and he's the worst of the con men he's not even smart He's just a he's just got no moral center and we know that if you if you uh, he cares about the working man and woman that's the other thing that makes me so annoyed with these idiots he are you that stupid there would be at least one or two or three there would be some reference some something we could point to in his whole useless life in, in his 72 years 72 useless years on this planet that he is destroying that we're allowing him to destroy it but that you would think there would be at least one or two instances of generosity of of charity of real charity going on in fact the washington post when they looked at trump's I mean, of course trump claims to donate millions and whatnot. Uh, in fact, he, they only were able to document around $10,000, and that was over years. So he gave, I mean, I've given more to charity. And the, uh, so, and, and in fact, if he has given that $10,000, you know it had friggin' Clormox on it before he let go of it. So he's a, he's a grifter, you morons, and that's the whole thing. When you're an, when you're a, a racist, you're you're just an easy mark to these idiots. I mean, to the to the to the uh, you know these elite bastards who will do anything. I mean, I and I always wonder, like, why though? Don't you? And I guess it's just a it's like a it's just a soul sickness that they have because you can't take it with you. Why do you need – how much money do you need? And that you don't give a shit that there's old people eating cat food or cutting their pills in half or don't have money to take an ambulance. I mean that's – what a disgrace. I saw that 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 uh, story. It was uh, a couple of weeks ago now. I'm just trying to find it. Of this woman who – and this went um, – this was – international headlines or it's not headlines maybe a story around the world but they it's because other we're the only country in the modern uh you know the uh, oecd countries that don't that doesn't have universal health care we stand alone so the fact that this a woman got her leg caught between uh in a subway or whatever and she was screaming about, don't call an ambulance because I can't afford it. Uh, I can't afford to, to, to go to the hospital. And, I, and yeah, it says, uh, a woman whose leg became pinned between a train and the platform at a Boston subway station reportedly begged fellow passengers not to call emergency services because she could not afford an ambulance. 
is, and that to me, when I look at something like that, it's not about, I, I don't say, oh, that poor woman. I say that this poor country, this poor society, and, and poor literally and figuratively, poor in our hearts and in our souls, that we allow this to happen. And you know all the bystanders standing around, many of them, Maybe they don't like Obamacare, right? They don't like they, they don't like that evil socialism. They, maybe some of them voted for Twitler, and they're like, "Oh, this poor every man for himself in this in this damn country." But what happened to E pluribus unum? Yeah, but we we can't afford to have E pluribus unum out of many one because you can't ha- if out of many one they if we really believe that. They wouldn't be able to to rob us of everything, to rob us of the society, to rob us of the democracy that so many fought, bled, and died to entrust to us, the so-called democracy, which is really – it's not um, like we've ever really had a true democracy, and that's – that's the problem. They and the closer we get or got every any step that we took towards having a true democracy or being a more perfect union or allowing a, more people a, a seat at the table. That's when the right wingers can't handle it. They just can't handle it. And of course, the Republicans, um, you know, you will never hear a Republican. This is how you know. This is how you know they're evil because you will never hear them or see them or whatever. You will. There's no instances. Please show me uh, of Republicans uh, reaching out to their followers, their constituents, and saying, "Evolve. Don't be a racist asshole. We're in this together." You. you they instead they will tickle their racist funny bones they will tell them they they will instruct them to nurse their prejudices like a fucking baby i didn't mean to curse there sucking on a binky and that's how they 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 wear their racism their hatred like a like a security blanket somehow i guess they feel better thinking that they're kicking down on somebody else or I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so, but we, uh, so why are we allowing this traitor, this compromise agent of a foreign dictator who is, who is a, and he's not even, who, who's he in the pocket of Putin of a, 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 an actual literal thug, a KGB agent, a murderer, but, you know Trump likes that. He wants to be able to do that. He in an, in a heartbeat he would uh he would send out a hit squad if he could on whoever. The fake news. I mean this is a guy who has absolutely no morals or or center or soul that he can give an interview to a newspaper that literally tapes him that they have him on tape saying these words. I'm talking about the with Theresa May. He's over there in England. And everybody hates him in England. I wish I was in England. Somebody in England, please. If you're in England right now, then you're a nice lesbian. Not nice. Not just nice. I mean, everybody's could be nice. You know what I mean? But whatever. We'd have to see if we get along. But uh, 
I could get Irish citizenship. Get me the hell out of here. That's all I got to say. But so he goes over. But 80 percent of the English people, apparently, it's probably more, hate this guy's guts. That's what he's done Unless well, it's a little more than a year. Uh, that's how he's destroyed our name all over the world. And um, so he's over there. Gives this interview with about I wonder if I have this actually. Theresa May saying, "Oh, he like he gave Theresa May some advice. She didn't take it. You know, I don't know. Hey, I, I, it's not up to me to tell you. It's up to her. And because he's such a great deal maker, that's another bullshit line we we keep hearing about. But Trump is the absolute worst deal maker. He's he bankrupted his trust fund four times over. He had to be bailed out by his daddy." I, if I had a rich daddy and uh, and all the money to burn, sure. But I wouldn't bankrupt the casino. You, how do you bankrupt the casino? You're you because you suck. You can't make a deal. You pay top dollar for everything, and that's what he did because he can't help himself. He's such a he's like a baby. I want it. Stumbling around like a Mister Magoo. That's how, that's what these people are. They're just Mister Magoo's of uh, avarice and greed just stumbling around into one mishap after another, but they somehow come out unscathed. Now, let me see this. Hold on. Do I even have this? But, because uh, I was just... No, wait, hold on. I probably do, but... The, um... What do you call it? You know, the struck hearings, because they, they try to – this is how evil Republicans are. They This is how much they hate the country. They hate the country because before the election, even before the election, they uh, they knew while it was going on that they were briefed that the Russians were attacking our, our, our election, that they were – they were actively engaged in in a psyops campaign against the American people, and these idiots fall for it. Of course, they fall for it. Retweeting, you're just useful idiots of Russian uh, intelligence. How uh, how do you feel? And uh, well, what? How do they feel? They don't. They just say it's fake. It's fake news. That never happened. Wait, hold on. Nah, I can't find it. Whatever. I was going to play this thing with uh, – because Trump um, – what do you call it? He said he, – he gave an interview, and then he calls it uh, – oh, here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I would have done it much differently. Uh, I actually told Theresa May how to do it, but mm -hmm. she didn't agree with – she didn't listen to me. What did you say? She didn't listen. No, I told her how to do it. I, that will be up to her to say – but I told her how to do it. She just, she wanted to go a different route. Well, later, speaking to reporters, President Trump claimed he hadn't criticized her one bit. And he used a phrase very familiar to his American supporters. I didn't criticize uh, the prime minister. I have a lot of respect for the prime minister. And um, unfortunately, there was a story that was done, uh, which was, you know, generally fine, but it didn't put in what I said about the prime minister, and I said tremendous things. And fortunately, we tend to record uh, stories now, so we have it for your enjoyment if you'd like it. But we record when we deal with reporters. It's called fake news, and we solve a lot of problems. Fake news? Really? We played you the recording? His own words? Clearly, the truth speaks for itself there. 
Yeah, that's and whenever you don't want to have a truth, I, I mean, even confronted with his own words right in front of our faces, that is a sociopath, and that is actually one of the telltale signs of a sociopath. When you, and uh, according to the book The Sociopath Next Door, written by I think Martha Stout. A child, if you catch a child with, for for example, this is the example she gave. If you catch a child with his hand in the cookie jar and you are you get it, you're like, oh, I caught you, hand in the cookie jar. I see you right there. Uh, my hand's not in the cookie jar. What do you mean? Yeah. Fake news. My hand's not in the – see, that's a sociopath. And because they think that they're so, so far superior to everybody that – You'll just believe whatever the F they say because you're just as dumb. And frankly, there's a lot of us that are dumb. But here's the other thing. There's not – the majority is not dumb. He received fewer votes. The largest popular vote loser in American history. And what do you mean popular vote? Doesn't that mean – isn't that the, the, the democratic way? Popular vote? Every every other country on earth that has a democracy, that's what they call the vote. It's the it's the election who received the most votes. But we still we have somebody who received fewer votes, who is a an, a compromised agent of a foreign dictator, being propped up by people who received fewer votes. The the House Republicans re, they did not receive as many. In fact, the Republicans, uh, the Democrats received. One million more votes in the House, and they still, they're still in the minority. So don't ever let them continue to gaslight you whenever they're like, well, Trump won. Well, Trump won. He won. He's the president. He's president, so-called president in a broken system rigged by the very people that are continuing to rig it. And that's what they're doing. They get into power, and they stuff their uh, – they all, you know, because Republicans are always talking about every we're shoving things down their throats. What are we shoving? Which, hello, Freud, somebody call uh, a shrink, okay? Because I mean, things are just being shoved down these Republicans' throats, and honestly, I think they like it, they want it, but they just can't admit it. So uh, that's why they're sick. But anyway, the uh, Republicans, um, you know, what are we shoving down their throats? Uh, Health care, clean water, clean air, you know. Life, a civilization, but they're, what they're shoving down our throats is basically the 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 Handmaid's Tale, a fallback to times we thought that we fought, we thought we left these behind. This never never stops. We can never ever slacken. It's like being on a diet. You can go on a diet. You can eat right and exercise and get into shape, but. Guess what? You start eating shit again, you're going back. You're going to gain it all back, and you're going to look like crap, and what's – you know what? It's it's a lifestyle choice. You have to – as far as democracy is concerned, you got to be engaged all the time. It has to be a choice. you got to show up and let and, – and don't let them get away with it. They have gotten away with – Usurping the 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 democratic system, any any step in the right direction that we've taken, they they consider or they've tried to roll back. They consider it an assault on freedom, the Constitution, 
there the other thing I was saying, oh, because you know they have this constitutional this guy Kavanaugh, um, who wants to bring us back to uh, wants women in back alleys dying because make no mistake when you uh, outlaw abortion, abortion. You're not outlaw. You're not stopping abortions from happening. In fact, abortions don't go down. They don't go down when you limit abortion. What you're limiting are the safe and uh, uh, legal, well, safe access to abortion. You're limiting. You're you're killing women. Um, you're not you're not uh, saving babies. That's what you're doing. And if in fact, if you really don't like abortion i mean who really likes abortion whatever but it's not my effing business you don't know what's going on in people's lives you know i think about somebody that i know that i worked with who had who got pregnant and uh with her husband and the baby died in her stomach or in her womb or whatever um what what are you gonna it's a heartbreak it's heartbreaking so what are you going to do? There was, uh, uh, but I read a story about how this woman had a similar situation and went to a doctor who refused to help her because, you know, she didn't believe in abortion. It's not a, the baby was dead, which is now you're at a, uh, at a point where you're endangering the life of the mother. They, who has to get rid of the, the, the dead fetus because it could kill her. And but these effing Republicans with their abortion, this is all about divide and conquer. Let's throw some red meat to the morons so they fight over abortion or gays or whatever while we run away with the entire system of government. Run away with the bank. So anyway, Kavanaugh is a I was gonna say piece of shit. <laughs> But then I thought, that's just too easy. I don't want to insult the natural bodily functions that have a reason for being, you know? As, unlike Republicans who, well, re- what's their reason? It's, they are, it's like uh, mosquitoes or something, you know? You got to wonder, like, why do we need mosquitoes? I mean, we really, I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan. I love animals. I would do anything for an animal. But a mosquito? I don't, I don't, I wonder about mosquitoes. But Brett Kavanaugh, this, uh, why are we allowing a Putin puppet who received fewer votes to shape the, the direction of this country for generations? And not only did he receive fewer votes, like, no, uh, the people don't want this. Why? This is why I, I'm like, this didn't happen overnight. We know that. Trump is a symptom. He is not the disease. We allowed this this drip, drip, drip of fascism from when when I think about Bush v. Gore, why did we allow the Republicans to stop counting the votes? Because Al Gore, we voted for Al Gore. I, if imagine a country where we we the will of the people was actually followed and went, and uh, that we that 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 Republicans you know this is the other thing when when this was happening when Bush v Gore was going on I remember having an argument with a friend of mine who is a Republican believe it a gay Republican okay 
which is I don't get it. But that's what I'm, you know. This is what I'm saying. This is why we're people are cuckoo, and um, so because they think it will never happen. And here's the other thing about. Let me just here's an aside, and I know I go off on tangents, but this person in particular who is a gay Republican, and when this was going on with Bush v. Gore, we would have arguments all the time. But um, she ended up getting laid off, and uh, which the company closed. She got laid off after working there for a long time. And so it was kind of a blow. Obviously, it is a blow with when anybody when you have such a devastating life event happen. But um, she was able to get unemployment insurance and COBRA to have health insurance to extend her. But the, I, I mean, here's the thing, COBRA. If it wasn't for Ted Kennedy, then they we wouldn't have cobra i mean that was his thing that was he championed cobra in fact we we what we really need is universal health care as we know but that's something at least the democrats will throw you a bone right but this person was as you know uh, with republicans they constantly hate they hate ted kennedy they always talk about chappaquiddick and what you know he's a drunk well he's dead now but whatever but you know what i'm saying it was always well what about this well what about that you know and but they don't have a problem with um benefiting from the hard work of somebody who they spent their lives vilifying so anyway you know at least yes i don't know uh with ted kennedy the whole incident with chappaquiddick and somebody died, you know, somebody died too with uh, Laura Bush, right? She killed somebody in a car crash. But that's another story. I didn't even want to get go into this. I'm not, I'm not defending his actions. I know he ran away. I don't. But at least he showed up after and made some kind of amends and whatever. Whereas Republicans, you don't, what do they do? If when you get, uh, when something happens, when you're, the consequences of your actions come home and you do something really fucked up, what do, do they ever make amends? Do they ever come back and say, you know what? I see the light. I'm going to help people. I want to make somebody's life better. No, they, they, what do they do? Even Steve Scalise, who got shot and was saved by one of uh, his his one of the Capitol Hill guards who happened to be a lesbian who Steve Scalise goes to work every day to limit her rights to be an equal and uh, and free citizen of this country. But, you know, it doesn't matter. He won't see the light. In fact, he came back and said he was proud of the fact that he his he hadn't changed. So he got all the free medical care to save his life. But other people who get shot, they got to go have a GoFundMe page or something. So, you know what, that you got the freedom to go beg on the, the metaphorical internet highway with your sign, please help me, I am uh, I don't have health care because I, I happen to have been born in the land of the free and the home of the brave. <sighs> Who was so cowardly that they, um, you know, they just... They can't. They can't handle the fact that whatever two men might kiss or something. And I don't know. All right. But uh, what was I going to say about this guy? I want to see. I'm, I'm looking at the clock, and I have to take a break soon. But but I wanted to talk about 
there this maybe I won't do it because of uh, the time. But this is what always happens. I the the, uh, the thing is though because we forget um, where you know those who don't know the past or know history are doomed to repeat it and whatnot. And I often get irritated in general about, I think, well, we have to fight this battle again. And then, But I heard a, a, a quote uh, yesterday because I was watching the, um, the English uh, people uh, protest Trump. And uh, it was a quote by a, one of their politicians, Tony Benn, I think. I'm not sure if it's Bean or Ben, But it is, and it stuck with me. And it's every generation must fight the same battles again and again. There is no final victory, and there is no final defeat. And I thought I kept thinking about that, and uh, because it's true, it's that is the answer to my question: Do we have to do this again? Do we have to continuously? Yeah, I guess we do. We have to keep doing it. D- you know, do I have to eat this salad? Do I have to eat right and exercise again? Yeah, you do. And do I have to safeguard democracy when I win my rights, when I win the right to marry, to be an equal citizen? Do I have to continuously show up and make sure they're not rolling back these rights? They're not attacking me or coming? Yeah, I do. But so in 1973, this there was a an incident of, I don't know if people remember. I, I, I don't because I was a baby, but there was a woman named uh, Geraldine Santoro whose image became the, a, I guess a touchstone, a rallying cry, an image, she had, she died of a botched abortion in a hotel room or motel room. And this, there, the police photos of Gerald, Jerry, Geraldine, became uh, an I- the iconic image of the what of what happens in a back alley abortion. Apparently, what happened? Let me see. I'll read this article. The, and then there was an article in Ms. Magazine in 1973. And I'll I'll just read the original article. Let's read some of it. So, the name of the article is "Never Again: Death, Politics, and Abortion." from 1973, by Roberta Brandis-Gratz, This woman was a victim of a criminal abortion. Her body was photographed exactly as it was found by the police in a bloody and barren motel room, exactly as it had been abandoned there by an unskilled abortionist. Becoming frightened when something went, went wrong, quote, he left her to die alone. The photograph is just one bit of evidence in the files of the Connecticut medical examiners who determined that the technical cause of her death, an air embolism resulting from the unskilled surgical procedure. But this visible as evidence of butchery has come to symbolize far more than an individual case with an individual cause. Because various abortion law repeal and reform groups have used this photograph as one answer to the magnified fetus photographs so often displayed by anti-abortion forces. This individual woman has come to represent the thousands of women 
who have been maimed or murdered by a society that did not, that denied them safe and legal abortions. In January, the Supreme Court partially rewarded the long and courageous fight for a women's right to choose by ru- ruling that the state laws restricting early abortion were unconstitutional. But the woman in this photograph cannot be brought back to life, nor can many, many women whose lives have been lost or tragically damaged in the past. We must not forget now that part of that battle is over. It is important to honor these victims and heroines. So, the battle is not over. It was never over, obviously. And we are in serious danger of going back. And I, you know, uh, Republicans, unlike um, normal people, they only see the light when something affects them directly. And if they think that rolling back abortion is not going to affect them directly, they have another thing coming. Uh, I, I never had an abortion. That's my personal story. I will never have an abortion. I am a lesbian, and uh, those days are over anyway, so I'm a little too old to be having babies. I never wanted a baby, but uh, the, that's beside the point. The to have the state, to talk about freedom, when Republicans talk about freedom and then they, they interject themselves into your private medical decisions and they give you no choice. Now, if you don't like abortion, this is what I always say to Republicans, who, and, and this is why they're hypocrites besides everything else. If you don't like abortion, then why don't you support the universal health care and universal higher education, living wages, uh, a, a, an actual strong social safety net, those kind of the laws and policies that actually reduce the numbers of abortion. How about you, you support reality-based f- family planning, reality-based sex education for kids? Instead, they talk about Uh, abstinence only. And the irony, and not irony, it's also to be expected of uh, of their abstinence only education for teenagers is that in these abstinence only communities, the, the pregnancy, the teen pregnancy rate goes up. So it's not, and then they, they make them take these purity pledges. It's such bullshit. So they, Republicans, they, they legislate society as in a way, in such a way as this is the way we want it to be, not how it really is. And, you know, I mean, it's like the, and that's why, and uh, for to control a woman's body, to, to control anyone's body, to interject yourself into a private medical decision is the. It, it, that's tyranny. The government is going to come in and decide whether you can have a child or not. I mean, why don't you take into consideration the the the, the economic stresses, the uh, and or personal stresses, or uh, if you had universal health care, maybe if you had a child that had special needs or whatever, it wouldn't be a consideration. But you're you're making someone. Uh, you're dictating the course of a life that uh, you don't know anything about. 
It's not up to me to make those decisions for somebody else. That's what freedom is. You have the freedom. Let them, let them have the freedom to decide. But give them options. Have, how about a, a living wage? How about um, retirement security? Uh, how about health insurance? Health, uh, not even insurance. I hate insurance. Insurance, health insurance. What a joke. So, and that's why uh, when Republicans, uh, I always say, you know, when they talk about they, their love of life, they love freedom, they love Jesus. My answer is I wish. I effing wish. Because if you really loved freedom, we'd, you'd leave us the hell alone. And if you really loved babies, it would show. You would not let babies starve in the streets. You would not put babies in cages. You wouldn't cut chip health care. Cut their lifelines. You wouldn't cut education. You'd have these babies grow up to be productive members of society. You wouldn't, you wouldn't allow them to drink lead milk or, or drink shit that has chemicals in it. Because Scott Pruitt is getting uh, needs to ingratiate his paymasters because he likes moisturizer or something. He, he's got to go get some moisturizer. How about if you really love Jesus, you would maybe visit somebody in prison. You, you, you would uh, follow his commandments, his direction, and not be such a dick. You would, what, um... Suffer the little children to come unto me. They, they didn't say suffer children in cages without your mommy. The hypocrisy. If you really believed in Jesus, why are you accumulating more wealth that you could never spend in 50 lifetimes? If you believed in Jesus, why is it that the best thing you can do with your ill-gotten gain is create another sweatshop in China where you can exploit workers who were babies once and maybe have babies themselves. Maybe they want, you know, maybe that's why they're working in your sweatshop. Why wouldn't you give them option? Why do you need so much money for yourself that you couldn't spread it around to the workers? And also, I mean, isn't that the sign of a normal, decent society that everybody gets to have a seat at the table? Everybody has a decent middle-class life. That if we're making something, it doesn't all go to one fat bastard at the top who, who found out or figured out some way to grift money from people. Who figured, I mean, and that's all it is, right, with Trump. Just figure out some scam, whether it's by hook or by crook. Then he's got the highest, utmost respect for you. But if you actually are a, de uh, a Democrat, if you, f if you are, um, you know, believe in democracy, if you believe in uh, honoring the sacrifice of all the people that ever fought, bled, and died to create this thing, you would, you know, it would show. <sighs> The hypocrisy. Uh, that's why I can't. I mean, I, I wish if you want to be all about Jesus, that's why I can't stand them. They're all about Jesus while they're spreading hate, bloodshed, guns, death, destruction, pollution. You know, they love this flag. They don't know anything about it. 
They love this land of the free, the America the beautiful, from sea the shining sea, where they're blowing the mountains, the, the tops off of the mountains, the, off of the purple mountains' majesty. <sighs> All right. Well, it's 7 o'clock, everyone. What is going on? It's 7 o'clock and all is well. So, <laughs> in fascist USA. And by well, I mean it's not well. And Okay, so what's going to happen now? I have to play a break. I need a break. And let me see what's happening. And Bob Kincaid is going to call in. I'm going to play this break. Okay, so let me just explain something to all of you wonderful listeners and viewers. Um, I I had a lot of computer problems today, and I couldn't – I didn't make a break. I made – I have to play an older break. Let's put it that way. So what we're going to hear is Poppy, Poppy Champlin, who is a regular on the show, the great comedian Poppy Champlin. But you have seen this clip before probably once, twice, three times, a lady. And 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 there's also a, um, what do you call it, uh, Labor History with Rick Smith. It's an older one that's in there. This is from a couple of weeks ago, but I'm going to play that, and that's the that's why. It's it's an old one, but you've probably seen it before. I have to give you, but I couldn't, I couldn't make a new one. It was, I was just, it just ran out of time, and the computer sucks. I need a new computer. Oh, and I before I forget, and before um, what I wanted to say too was thank you for donating to RDT Daily, and I've had people donate. Thank you. Keep it up. I need uh, more people to donate. That'd be great, and because I do need a new computer, and also, um, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired. I need a rest. And if we ever get to the point where we're making enough money. I'll uh, do a show every day, but I just can't do it at this time. Anyway, but I got a donation from from Kevin D. Uh, and you didn't leave your address. You just left half an address. I want to send you a a window cling. Okay, everybody who donates above. $20 gets this grab them by the midterms window cling with Francis Jr. Jr., our mascot. There he is, right behind me. He's got a cone because he has an injury that he can't stop licking. So don't, he's okay though. He's getting better. But, and everybody knows the injury. I'm not going to get into it right now. But anyway, so please, um, Kevin, if you want to send me a message on the RDT Daily Facebook page with your address, I will send you um, some, uh, you know, the thank you gift, all right? And other people, if you want to donate, you will also get a thank you gift. But also, please remember to leave your address. All right. Anyway, I'm going to take a break. And in the meantime, Bob Kincaid is going to call in. We're going to continue this conversation. It's going to be awesome. We're going to feel better. We're going to stick together, and we will win, and we're going to win. So I will see you in about seven, eight minutes. All right? Bye-bye.
God, some of you know me. I know some of you don't know me, but my name's Poppy. I, uh, I grew up in Rhode Island, a little roadie, and I was a tomboy all my life. Anybody else tomboys? Woo! Yes! That was the way to go. What a great job that was, being a tomboy, wasn't it? Oh, we had the life, man. Throwing rocks, riding your mini bike. Dating the gym teacher. Yeah! <laughs> I love my gym teacher, man. I went to college to play basketball. That was why I went to college, to play basketball. That was my whole goal because the coach was a big dyke and I wanted to play under her. Mm. That doesn't make me a bottom, necessarily. <laughs> you know, we don't do that, do we? We don't lesbians, tops and bottoms, bull don't do that, do we? Nah, we do it all. We got a lot of to do. <laughs> we got to do it all. I say whoever is on the bottom is whoever's less full that night. That's what I say. <laughs> Ah, oh, get off, get off! <laughs> I'm gonna vomit, get off! <laughs> Woo, shouldn't have had that tiramisu, I'm gonna puke. <laughs> That's right, right? That's right. Oh, oh, right, whoever's less full. I've had a lot of girlfriends in my career as a lesbian. A lot of girlfriends. A lot of partners, a lot of partners. I can start a law firm. I've had so many partners now. Castro, <laughs> <laughs> Ingram, Hirsch, and Hill, and Jaroslow, can I help you? Hello. <laughs> no, she's not here either. <laughs> she left me too. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> no, my last girlfriend was 23. That was stupid. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. 23! I'm like, damn, I must have been looking for a junior partner. I don't know. I'm gonna... <laughs> that, that is too young, isn't it? That is, whoa, that is way too young. No. My friends all say, Poppy, we think you, you date straight women and make them gay. Huh? You guys do that? No, I don't do that. I say, no, I don't. I date bisexual women and make them choose. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Gotta get in shape, work out. It's hard. It's hard to go work out. Because the people at the gym, the aerobic instructors, can't count. And one and two and three and four, three more, two more, and two and one and five and six, nine more, ten more, and five and six and three and six, six more, ten more, and nine and five and six, three, four, five, nine, six more. I'm like, ah! I thought you had a count, Rain Man. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Tell you what's after four. Happy hour. See you later. hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1934. That was the day 1,400 workers at the Milwaukee Electric Railway and Light Company launched a four-day strike. Three unions, representing about a third of the total employees, were fighting to break the hold of the company union. The Transit and Power Company had already fired 13 workers for union activity. IBEW, Operating Engineers, and the Amalgamated Association of Street and 
Electric Railway Employees Union led the walkout. They demanded reinstatement of their fired co-workers. They also wanted the right to pick their own bargaining representatives and insisted the company union rescind its policy of barring strikers from membership and further employment. The walkout began early in the morning as strikers surrounded car barns, garages, and power plants. Company agents barricaded facilities with barbed wire, supplied Pullman cars for strike breakers, and posted armed guards on streetcars. Almost immediately, striker Joseph Urbanski was mowed down and seriously injured as he tried to stop a scab streetcar. By nightfall, 5,000 strikers and their supporters had blocked five transit lines. They ripped protective screens from the streetcar windows and forced scab drivers to abandon their routes. As crowds swept to 10,000 on the second day of the strike, a little more than half of all cars were in service. More than 100 streetcars had been damaged. Socialist Mayor Daniel Hohen placed the blame squarely on the utility company. Street battles with police and scabs continued into the third day of the strike. Milwaukee's Federated Trades and Building Trades Councils threatened a general strike in the city by July 2nd if the strike was not settled. By June 30th, workers celebrated total victory when the company conceded to all of their demands. Like what you hear? Check out more at laborhistoryin2.com. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1939. That was the day striking auto workers in Cleveland, Ohio, defended their picket lines in what is known as the Battle of East 140th Street. Members of UAW Local 45 at GM's Fisher Body Plant had been on strike for three weeks. They had joined striking GM workers at 12 plants throughout Michigan. They demanded a supplemental agreement granting skilled workers' wage increases, overtime adjustments and seniority, and apprentice provisions. In Cleveland, strikers vowed to stop the scabbing and were mostly successful. Now, at the start of the morning shift, a scab attempted to plow through the picket lines at a high rate of speed. Strikers flooded the gates and brought the scab car to a virtual stop. As they attempted to convince him not to cross through, mounted police viciously charged and attacked the strikers. Police continued to shoot tear gas guns from behind plant gates. Soon, there were more than 5,000 picketers fighting with police as workers poured out from half a dozen nearby plants to support the strikers. For over two hours, workers showered strike-breaking forces with bricks, rocks, and paving blocks. They overturned scab cars and drove the police off the street and into the plant. Fighting broke out again in the afternoon when police tried to bring in more tear gas supplies. Strike leaders directed activities from an amplifier on the roof of a nearby restaurant. The next day, famed Prohibition Crusader Elliot Ness, now Cleveland's Director of Public Safety, enforced a 500-yard riot zone banning all gatherings near the gates and limited picketers to seven at each gate. Strikers began picketing the homes of known scabs and would ratify a new contract just days later. Like what you hear? Check out more at laborhistoryin2.com.
Well, hello, everyone. I'm back. I'm sorry. I think I screwed something up with the break, whatever. It's just life. I do it all. I do it myself, so we get some mistakes. All right. Uh, Now, I'm very excited. I have a wonderful person that I love joining me. He's amazing. We know each other. We go back a little bit. Uh, we met in Washington, D.C., getting Mike Malloy out of jail. <laughs> it was great. That was a great day. Wait, hold on. I'm just trying to find the, where the hell are you? And uh, hold on, let me see. Hold on. Bob, can you hear me? Is that, is that beep me? Oh, my God. Yeah, you see, whenever it works, I always get uh, excited. It works. It works. Jesus (laughs) is real. (laughs) It's happening. So uh, we're on the phone is Bob Kincaid. Wait, hold on. I have a little thing for you. There you go, on the phone. And uh, Bob is a hillbilly activist. This is I'm reading from your Twitter page. An activist, an activist, uh, hillbilly elitist. (laughs) <laughs> co-founder of the Appalachian Health Emergency. Wait, what how is it? Appalachian Community Health Emergency Campaign, the progressive uh talk show host from the Head On Radio Network, and you can hear him every every weekday from 6 to 9 p.m. at uh headon.live, right? Is is that right? Very That's good. Right. All right. All right. Awesome. So, uh Bob, um how are you? <laughs> You know, why were why are we born? Why were we born? (laughs) Why is there air? Um, Yeah, I'm. I'm, It's it's a beautiful, blazing hot day here in the uh, what remains of the hills of almost level West by Cole Trump Genius Stand, and I'm just trying to cherish them because come February, I'm going to be freezing my tukas off, Mm. and I'll barely be able to remember this this heat. So. Uh, I've got, I know you're vegetarian, but I've got, I've got some pork butts brining with a bunch of spices, uh, to go on the smoker tomorrow. I'm, I'm making homemade, um, uh, salsa verde. I've got tomatis. That's nice. Well, that's how I feel like garlic. And so I'm just trying to find my bliss to get around the madness. Right, and that's I see that a lot of people do that too. I I mean you you stay engaged, of course, but that's there's also I I know a lot of people that would like to just disconnect in general, dis disconnect from politics, but you do have to stay sane as well. It feels overwhelming. I I get depressed from it. I get depressed from the world. I I really I I probably should learn to disconnect a little more but when things happen when that last shooting happened i mean they, we we just had another shooting recently and and it's just never it's i guess it wasn't as as uh you know it was only five people died i guess so we don't it's we don't even yeah, talk about it the local one. yeah exactly so and but every single day, I, I just I really can't believe. And this is what I was talking about earlier, too, that we're allowing this to happen. How is this happening? That's that's what really gets me down. How is it happening? How are we allowing a moron who received fewer votes, who is a who is an obvious Putin puppet to 
just pick Supreme Court to stack the courts all over the country to shape. Well, this- I, I, I think I, I think, Tara, we get ourselves in trouble when we get into this this mindset that says that, you know, uh, and, and I'm guilty of it. You know, America failed its quadrennial one question IQ test on November 8th, 2016, and then everything went to shit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not exactly true. That's not exactly true. Because the fact of the matter is, what we are seeing is the culmination of a process that has been going on pretty much as long as I have been an adult. Mm-hmm. I graduated mm-hmm. high school in 1981. Um, and by that time, uh, by June of 1981, uh, the Ronald Reagan had been president for five months, and it has been a slow, steady decline ever since. And if you look at if you look at the election of November 8th, 2016, oh look, a guy who didn't win the popular vote got the presidency. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that seems familiar. Oh wait, 2000. And and so there's there, there's another thing that I've been I've been trying to point out from, from time to time. Mm-hmm. Bob. Thousand and say, yeah, I'm here. No, no, I'm yeah. here. I, you know what it is? People aren't hearing you. That's I'm just trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Ugh, I'm so sorry. No, oh, okay. you hear it now, guys? You hear? I'm just hearing it. Do you hear it now? Any everybody? Yeah, Bob, maybe it's not. my pregnant pauses. pauses. <laughs> no, no, I think it's. Uh, I thought it was all of a sudden because I'm looking at my audio. You hear it, okay? They're saying they do hear you now. Shit. I think it's good now. Okay, Bob, say something, and then they'll tell me. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, Testing okay. one, two. Check, check. I'm here. <laughs> Bob, yeah. you're here. Okay. Yes. Good. Yes. I All am. right. So, what were you saying? I'm really sorry. Can you? I know you were like really. No, that's that's okay. I, I'm just. I was just pointing out that we had the same thing that happened in November 2016 happen in November 2000, and for 16 years, Tara, we didn't fix what went wrong in right. 2000. Right. Exactly. And uh, that's among, it. Among other things, there, we need a constitutional amendment, ditching, once and for all. The incredibly racist, incredibly anachronistic, outdated electoral college. Exactly, exactly. Because all it's all it, 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 it was originally designed by the framers to be a check on the popular will run amok. Mm-hmm. That's well, right. all it is now is a rubber stamp of of of, of what you know of of whatever uh, whoever has the majority in a given state. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no discretion involved. So. Right. You know what I what I was getting at early on or at the beginning is that this has been a steady decline that began with Ronald Reagan, and what we what we're witnessing now is the logical progression of of civic disaster. Right, right. I, and I I don't understand exactly what you're saying. I mean I I mean just like what you're saying, I understand what you're saying. I'm not saying it properly, but. I, I never understood why we allowed them to get away with it in in Bush v. Gore, why we just said, oh, well. And I guess it's partly because of Gore himself that that when he went on television, it was like, oh, while I 
disagree, deeply disagree with the Supreme Court's ruling, I accept it. And because they were calling him sore loser man, is that why? It's like, so we allowed the Supreme Court to stop the votes, vote counting, to stop the election, and end, as the New York Times reported, that by as, when they did the recount, that by any measure, Gore won Florida. We allowed them to just steal steal that election and 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 go on and on and on. But I think it's partly because it, they have really like inflicted the 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 perfect storm of uh, uh, of uh, elements on the people, like for making people just overworked, underpaid the 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 uh the propaganda element it's like from all areas you're fighting there's just such an overwhelming uh mountain to climb to get democracy back even education civics teaching of uh of civics all of these things that um it, it just feels insurmountable and even for instance you know with the media that this show which is nothing, right, in the, in the big scheme. But we don't – so we only have now five large media companies uh, controlling the message, right? But, for example, this show, we, uh, you know, we do our little YouTube show. The, on YouTube, they, uh, you know, they didn't approve us for uh, monetization because they said uh, the, the reason was – we have duplicate content, meaning that, um, and what I assume they mean is that uh, we we have um, we play clips, right? <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell are we supposed to do? You know what I mean? So like, it's like you have all the there's so many. Right. So, so so you so you play actualities of people saying things, right? Just like the news does, right? So and on, somehow that yes. And that's why I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like act out the news with sock puppets? And uh, because we make these video clips, memes, and then we use them to discuss, you know, what's going on. And uh, that's why it's that that's another it's just I I was just bringing it up because it just it's another example of how the little person is really up against. Uh, insurmountable odds. There's how are we supposed to support ourselves and whatnot? I mean, and they're really killing independent media by doing. I, I, of course, I'll try to reapply again or whatever. I don't even know, but the it's just, it's and there's nothing you could do. You just you're dealing with uh, nobody. You know when you're in, when you're when you're dealing with these with Facebook or YouTube, like you never talk to anybody. It's all just. You get an email, or it's all automatic stuff. It doesn't even feel like you're. It's all. It feels like a just a form letter, you know. But anyway, and if you don't, yeah, have, we're all just we're all just ghosts in the machine. Exactly, and if you don't have uh, a big benefactor, and that's the other thing, the right wingers, they because there's they have nothing else. They don't have reality. They don't have anything in reality to boast about. They can't boast about their accomplishments. Everything is bullshit. Even, you know, Trump talks about the economy. Oh, the economy is doing great. You know, it's like you're coming into um, the, uh, Obama's economy that he made. And 
in fact, the the fact is uh, the job rate, the job uh, numbers are the lowest they've been in six years. But whatever, you know, I mean, it takes a little bit of time for him. Uh, mark my words, he he will tank this economy. It's uh, but uh, and as Republicans always do, but you know that they they're just full of shit and they just. But the other thing is. That's what Republicans do. They understand the, the, the power of the message, and that's why they, they fund them. They fund their people, like Breitbart. They, that, that hack you know, received $6 million from the Mercer family to start Breitbart, and we don't have anything like that. So anyway, it's just one thing after another. You're just up against the machine, and, it, and that's why well, – I guess this is a long-ass way of saying – I understand why people tune out and uh, want to stay that way. It's, I guess, for your sanity sometimes. But then what do you do when you peek your head out and you realize that the whole world is shit because you checked out and you're drinking lead in your water or your kid is poisoned or your kid can't go to school or whatever it is. You know, you don't have, you don't have that mountain anymore because they've, they've destroyed it. You know, it's uh, there's no national parks anymore because they've been privatized or whatever. They're they're drilling in them now or whatever. Or now we have you know climate change. Now, well, there goes New York City. You know, what I mean? it's like I'm glad I tuned yeah, out. Yeah, nobody said that, nobody said this was good, nobody said this is going to be easy. <laughs> and now we've gotten ourselves into a box where it's extra super duper. Difficult. Yeah. And the question becomes right. one of how do you know how do we get out of this little handbasket and off of this this very broad, mm. very straight road that's getting warmer and warmer and warmer. Yeah. Right. And I, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I talk and, a lot. And at, at, the, at the at the risk of being a a, a serial pessimist, I keep saying I keep telling folks on the horn, if you do not put everything you have, and I'm not talking about people's money. Mm. I'm talking about energy, dedication, devotion. Uh, if you don't put everything you have into November 2018, right? Yeah. And if we don't outvote these bastards su- sufficiently to uh, overcome the gerrymandering, the yeah. voter suppression, the voter ID laws, uh, for all we know, the the the, the dummied up, faked up, frauded up, ginned up, rubed up voting machines. Mm-hmm. If we do not. If we do not take the Congress, if we do not take at least one House of right. the Congress in November t- 2018, party's kind of over. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. I don't mean yeah. the Democratic Party. I mean, yep. I mean everything because mm-hmm. we're going to get we're going to get Trump uh, Trump second term. Yeah. Because if uh-huh. we can't take the Congress back, that means there's no way we're going to be able to check the Russians. Right. Which means that they will go on and just do their dirty business. As if nothing has happened. I mean, That's we right. can talk about what's going to go down Monday in Helsinki. Oh God! Um, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, I'll take it a step further. On January the twentieth, two thousand twenty-five, we will inaugurate inaugurate our first woman oh, president. Oh God, Ivanka. Ivanka. <laughs> I know they're already. I've seen on Twitter and whatnot and, 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 these right wingers with the it, 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 Ivanka. It, it, yeah. It, it makes me it, it it makes me it makes me liquor guzzling Oof. crazy Oof. when I think about uh, what I heard for a year and a half, two years in advance of the 2016 election, with people going, "Oh, I'm worried about a Clinton dynasty." Right. Ooh. I know. 
got Bill, Hillary, dynasty over. Here we've got, well, we've got Julius Caesar. <laughs> we've got Ivanka. We've got uh, we got Don Jr. We got Eric. Ugh. Like the worst now, people. making the dynasty. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. At least Hillary and Chelsea and the, at least they were smart. At least Bill had, you know, they have an education. They're, they know when to use T-O and, or T-O-O. They, they, uh, the, these Trumps are, they are the absolute worst human beings on the planet. I'm not even kidding. They are the most horrible people ever to, uh, in my lifetime. I can't even, th- I mean, I guess in different levels. Well, but- you would know. I mean, you're, you, you would know. You're a New Yorker. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, and, we and hate him. the entire him. city of New York hates his guts. Right. You know, I came up with a, I came up with a word for them. They're burrow billies. Yeah, yeah. They're not hillbillies. Right. They're burrow billies. Right, right. Well, New York never accepted them. New York society, they were always trying to, not that I know, I'm not in New York society myself, but I never wanted to be, but they were always just the uh, this show showmen, show people, you know, they, they, they're not developers, they're not the real people that uh, create buildings and, and oh, whatnot. Oh, darling, they're... they're so ghost, they're cross. <laughs> right, they're I mean, the golden, their golden toilets. That's that's a man that you know. I, I mean, I just can't even when I watch the uh, when I when I'm in the proper mental health frame of mind to watch one of his Nuremberg rallies. It's it's fascinating to me that they. It's just a stream of consciousness of of absolute nothing of a ranting old man who who is telling stories of bore and they're boring. He's just a bore. And the people behind him are just laughing and loving it. What? And it's the same shit all the time about the, the election. Can you believe it? We won Michigan. And then, then uh, yeah, Pennsylvania yeah, be, came be, in. Be, be, and... fair, be, be fair, Tara. He's getting crazier. Um, <laughs> there, 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 we, we had, we had new material in Montana, and it's not every day that the president of the United States stands up in front of an adoring crowd and says, "I have no organ." What did he say? I didn't. I didn't hear that. I have no. I organ. have no organ. Elton John has an organ. I have no organ. Yeah, you mean like an organ? It, it like... Look, it just. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. At, well, I mean, it, it's context. Well, I mean, well, I know Dick Cheney but, has no heart, but I, I didn't know. Yeah, look, look up. Look up Donald Trump organ. It, it, I mean, it'll. It, <laughs> There's a million memes of it, and you just sit, you just sit there with your mouth hanging open, catching flies, going, "Really, this is the president of the United right. States?" That's We're it, so and it's such rude. an embarrassment that the president of the United States. First of all, why did he? Uh, I, I feel bad for the Queen. Let's put it that way. He, this is what he is. He's such a disgusting person that he makes a 90-year-old woman wait. For him, I mean, this queen has seen more life and history, and has more dignity and whatnot. You know, this is a queen that went that knew Winston Churchill, that went through World War II. That uh, it's just a fascinating, interesting person. If you would imagine talking to somebody like that, that's seen a lot, and and he makes this woman and and not even forget the queen. She's a ninety-year-old woman. You're making her wait out there. You know, it's just you have no manners. You're you are uh, uh, you're you're just a joke. You are 
you're a horrible person. And all he does. He well, just, she we, may be a 90 year old queen, but he's a 72 year old <laughs> diva. OK, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> and and I've never I've never I've never been a, much of a royalist or a monarchist. And I don't think highly that's, of the royal family. I got to make a meme. But on she that. went way up in my estimation. She but, really did when she yeah. when she wore the blue dress and the Obama pin. Oh, she did. I didn't know that. What? She wore an Obama pin. They got a well a pin that, that Michelle and Barack had given her. She oh, wore it. Oh, good for her. See, but she yeah. apparently oh, oh, has she, to meet whoever they tell her to meet or something. That's like well, her. yeah, but she doesn't have to be happy about right, it. Right, right. I wouldn't be happy. I mean, she and has so, to. So you know, the Obamas the Obamas went over there. They got a night in Buckingham Palace. They got a magnificent state dinner. She hung out with them for a couple of hours. They had a great time. They played some whist. I don't know. But it, it was obvious that, that, that she was pleased to be spending time yes. with them. Mel- melanoma melanoma, and, and geezer disgustus go over there and get an apple and a road map. <laughs> I mean, it's it off, right. off to Scotland with you now. Yes, very much. Right. Right. going to love Scotland. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and she... Well, you know, he just wanted to have a picture with her. That's really what it's about. And because he apparently gets his gravitas or whatever by the proximity of who who likes him or says good things about him or nice things and but he's such a coward too. The other thing is when he with he went um saying talking about Theresa May, how he told Theresa May to do something and she didn't follow his amazing deal making skills. Which is it's oh I'm not going to tell you what it is I mean what he is such a loser and then in her presence because he's got no spine he's a coward and he 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 has to he reverts to fake news oh no no that's fake news even though he's on tape saying it and there's a there's a recording <laughs> you know there, there's a recording Donald damn it's it amazing it's, uh, I mean I. I no, I spent a lot of time just sort of leaning toward the studio door, thinking I'm going to run through it and just start tearing at my clothing and and eating dirt and running rabbits because it's it, it's it's too crazy it's to comprehend. And and this this you know he's going he's uh, it, uh, today this morning he tweeted something about and 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 Sunday I'm going to uh, uh, Sunday I go to Helsinki and I tweeted you know I I, I subtweeted it and said. You know, take the sinky off, and I finally got one I can agree with. You know, a Trump tweet I can agree with. I'm going to hell. (laughs) Yes, yes, Donald, you are. Right. And you're taking us all with you. That's the problem, though. He's And the other thing is, with these these new indictments that came in, of course, obviously, Mueller released them strategically, it seems, to shut him the fuck up. But it doesn't really seem to stop his whole bullshit about a witch hunt. I mean, how 35 indictments, two people in jail now, and five guilty pleas. It's uh, not exactly a witch hunt. This is, you don't have a witch hunt, and then, uh, you know, where are all these That's witches? That's a lot all of shoes sticking witches? out from under the house. It really is. <laughs> exactly. It's like, but... He, that's he how stupid he thinks we are but and and it's not just him though that's what's so scary too the republican party but, but, but Tara, let's yeah ahead, hold up though it's it, it let's 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 it's not he thinks we're stupid he he's only concerned 
with that 35% of the base right. that are maggots. That's right. And, okay, right. make America great Who again from Andy him. scum. Yeah, they will never, they'll right, never right. turn they away absolutely. from him. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so all he's got to do, you know, if you, st- if you start an election with 35% in the bag, then all you've got to do is get another 15, uh, 15.1% and you're in. Right. And that's and, and, and by the but to the same extent that Martin Luther King uh, in letter from Birmingham jail said, I have come to the conclusion that the greatest enemy of the Negro is not uh, the violent and vicious racists. The greatest the greatest enemy of the Negro is the moderate white who says, Yes, I agree with you, but not right now. Mm, and right. so right. Uh, and, and, and so you know, there's there's a bunch of Republicans out there who say, well, you know, he'd, I sure, certainly wish he'd stop tweeting. Oh right. my God, Meredith, can you believe this? <laughs> and but but then come November, whoever is running on the Democratic side will have by then been been completely uh, run from pillar to post and declared the greatest liberal since uh, since Vladimir V. I. Lenin. And and that that fifteen percent, you know, whatever of the of those uh, those Republicans who just don't approve the, yes, but you know what, we're 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 one justice away from a six-three majority on right. the Supreme Court, Marveline, and <laughs> uh, uh, we can put up with the crazy just long enough for right. that, can't we? Right. Well, yeah. Whenever you see, whenever NBC or CBS, whatever, they have the they always have a gathering of Trump supporters. They'll t- to tech check in right they'll well what do trump supporters think and they'll have this little panel or something and they're that's the uh, that's what they say all the time i just wish he would stop the tweeting you know but not that he i guess we should be we should be grateful that he tweets because it really is showing you and us everybody who the hell he is but that's he we we know him for who he is but the thing is i'm waiting i'm waiting for the uh you know i'll tell you who makes me sick tara Jeff Flake makes me Ugh. sick. Bob Corker right. makes me sick. Right. Well, yes. you know, this right. certainly isn't acceptable, right. you know, kidnapping children at the border and, and committing <laughs> uh-huh. crimes against humanity. Yes. Oh, wait. Uh, let me vote. Let me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely That's be right. voting for Brett Kavanaugh. Yes. That's right. That's right. Uh, they are they're the enablers. And and that's how. The I mean, we've talked about it before. This is what happens when uh, how republics fail. You have these complicit uh, enablers. They're they're not. I mean, what does he think the end story is uh, that you're allowing somebody who is so fundamentally unfit to get away with uh, reshaping? You think you think that after he has broken that mold that. It's just going to reshape itself into in a normal fashion. He needed to be stopped completely. They, uh, the fact that he got where he is in spite of everything that the Republicans knew before the election, the fact that the Republicans knew that he, he was being uh, – that, that, that Russia was, in, was involved in the election and trying to get Trump le- – and that they said that – they would go public and say that it was all political that and did nothing about it you know what i mean so that and uh th- there you go they they never and it really just well, um it, but, it, but, but they, they never like do democracy with that. they don't do anything they don't do anything without a reason tara and i have come to the conclusion and i think it is actually based on some data and some evidence 
that there is a that, that the degree of compromise inside the Republican Party, uh, whatever dirty pictures mm. or, or dirty financial deals were engaged in, uh, the entire the entire GOP is compromised by Russia at this yeah, point. Totally, and that's, that's why it. they won't do anything about right. it. Right. I mean, I mean, do they all Lin- pee on a Lindsey, in- <laughs> Lindsey Graham? Lindsey Graham got uh, uh, got oodles of Russian money. Right. You, you know, the, well, the, the, the for profit media never talks about right. that. Right. Right. That whole NRA um, money, which is all apparently from that there is a Russian influence from that. I don't, I'm trying to remember exactly because I, I wrote an article about it, but I can't remember. There's a. Uh, that Russian version of the NRA that is that we're funneling that's funneling money from this rich motherfucker to the American NRA that was distributing the money to their right. Republican. Well, they 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 created the the news came out a couple of days ago, uh, and and one I refer to them now as the National Ruble Association. <laughs> totally, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're feel free, feel free. I am. It's, uh, but and the I story came out a couple of days ago that. Uh, the NRA created out of whole cloth, thin air, um, a, 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 a political dark money organization that then pumped $19 million into the, into the senatorial campaigns of Bob Tillis in North Carolina and Cory Gardner in Colorado oh, wow. and uh, Tom Cotton in Arkansas. And, and Tom Cotton has him some presidential ambitions, by the way, because – Ugh. He can wave the bloody shirt because he's a veteran, right? And he, but but nineteen million dollars that probably was it probably had some some rubles in it. Wow! Because there's there's rubles just laying all over the place right. inside the NRA now. Right. So and the entire GOP, the entire GOP is compromised, and because the entire GOP is compromised, they're not going to do anything about it. Which brings me back to November. Right. Either we do November. Or we get used to this, right? And that's that's really it. I've been saying that too. That if we don't get it back in November, like it's done. There is really no uh, hope after that. It, it has to. We have to stop it now. And 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 the Democrats, what you know, like what you're saying, um, this uh, the fact that the de- the Democrats really need to stop being, uh, you know, being as as mealy mouthed and and uh, not I, I mean I, they they really need to start getting back well not getting back we need our democratic roots and to understand like it's not about um you know uh getting in office and just continuing business as usual we need to fix this thing so a con man and a grifter and all his compromised foreign power influence or whatever and money never gets into our system again this is it's not really about just getting democrats we have to get we definitely have to get democrats period but we need to fix this thing and it's like when you know clean up after the mess and stop the leaks some of the maggots some of the maggots have to figure it out they just do some of the maggots have to figure it out and some of them are tara um, out in places like North Dakota, where they're saying, "Well, damn, I voted for him, right?" And and now I'm going to lose my farm because of his stupid <laughs> trade war with China. He's an idiot. And I got a freight. I got a. I got. I got a freighter full of soybeans heading over there. It's got a 25 percent tariff on it. Right. He said he's going to take care of us, and now I'm going to lose my farm. Right. But there was. A, I saw some other article about some guy that was saying he's losing his his uh, farm or something, or losing. But hey, we all have to make sacrifices. Like that is really a cultist right there. 
that he's he's like, yeah. oh well, I'm the one, you know. It's like, okay, you drink the Kool Aid. Oh well, uh, uh, everybody has to suffer yeah, my, a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna live in a cardboard box this winter in North Dakota, but MAGA, y'all. Yeah, right. Exactly. He was all. He still didn't want to let go of his love of Trump, and that's they're really cultists. And but I don't really even understand. And there, you, there's the power of of propaganda and the power of television. Why these people think that. A, a, this con man would would be or is a great president because he played a successful businessman on reality TV, and he's not. He's not a successful businessman. Uh, you're he's a he's a grifter. He has no soul. He has no scruples. Yes, he'll do whatever it takes. He will fire you. He'll kick old people out on the streets. Well, I mean, we know him here in New York. He's infamous. Of, and I've spoke about it on on the show before how he he's bought up these uh, you know buildings where people live and there are rent controlled apartments and immediately began campaigns of harassment against the people to get them out of their rent control and you're talking about people on social security old people that have lived there since the sixties like where the hell are they gonna go he doesn't give a shit. Out. Oh, in other words, the same thing that Jared Kushner now does to and people in his apartment in Maryland. Exactly. That's exactly the truth. And that's why, you know, they say you marry your parents or you pick your parents. Ivanka has definitely picked her, her father. She – he – unless – I mean it's not, it's not uh, a secret, you know, when you're a con man. You know, there's only a certain amount of cons, I suppose. But that's exactly what Jared was doing as well, kicking – and there's another building in New York. There was uh, – he was actually being uh, sued by the city uh, for his uh, – for harassing the tenants, the same thing, where they – something would break or whatever, and he, they wouldn't fix it and knocking out lights in the hall so it would just be dangerous and – but there you go. That's somebody that cares, that want, that wants to make America great. How do you make America great? By kicking old people out on the streets. That's That makes America great? That is a disgusting display of greed. And the, you know what? When, sometimes I think – and this is why they keep us divided along racial lines because otherwise we would be storming the Bastille. And actually today is Bastille Day as far as I know, right? Today is uh, – it absolutely is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we would, as the French say, get out the national razor. So, and sometimes maybe you do need to get the friggin' national razor out, you know, and crop some people at the neck. I don't know. I'm just metaphorically speaking, everybody. It, right. I mean, it, it absolutely. <laughs> peaceful, legal. Yeah, legally and peacefully. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean. Uh, uh, but but if, there, if, there's any, if there's any bright spots out there, you know, this. Uh, this Kentucky Fried movie of a hearing that we had in the Congress uh, in the House on, uh, on on Thursday. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, well, but but the, the pride spot out of that is that we got we got shown a vision in the future. Yeah, and yeah. it is it is the first women of color. It's the women. It's the it's the it's the Hispanic men and the men and, and generally the men of color who brought the fire and brimstone mm, to that know. hearing and they were not having any of the horse shit. Right. Yep. Well, let me see. I and, have a clip of you. If, wait, hold on. Let me see if you can hear this clip, though. Maybe I, maybe you won't be able to hear it. But uh, I mean, we heard the uh, 
Golmer talking about looking into the guy's wife, uh, the the wife's eyes and lying. And but um, I liked when where is this the uh, one of the um, oh, do I have it? Shit, where he was talking about what the um what the uh the the Republicans had said about Trump and now all of a sudden you know wait hold on let me see if you can hear this hold on in the spring of 2016 Senator Ted Cruz called Donald Trump a quote sniveling coward a pathological liar and a serial philanderer was this attack on Trump by Senator Ted Cruz a coordinated part of a deep state conspiracy that you organized no on April 8th, August 8th, 2016, Senator Marco Rubio said Donald Trump was, quote, unworthy of being our president. Was this attack part of a deep state conspiracy that you organized? No. In October of 2016, Speaker Paul Ryan said, I am not going to defend Donald Trump. Not now, not in the future. Was this fleeting outburst of moral courage part of a deep state conspiracy that you organized? No. Former Secretary of State Rex Tillerson called Donald Trump a moron. Former EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt said he's an empty vessel when it comes to the Constitution. Steve Bannon said he's like an 11-year-old child. General H.R. McMaster referred to Donald Trump reportedly as a dope and an idiot with the intelligence of a kindergartner. Karl Rove called him a complete idiot. Representative Duncan Hunter said he's an a-hole, but he's our a-hole. And the director of the National Economic Council, Gary Cohn, reportedly sent out an email describing Trump as an idiot surrounded by clowns. Were all of these vituperative negative characterizations of Donald Trump part of a deep state GOP conspiracy engineered by you and your friends? No. Were any of these statements part of a conspiracy you organized? No. Now, although this conspiracy does appear to be overwhelmingly Republican, if it exists, balance compels me to ask you about my hero, Bruce Springsteen. Unlike the others who are all Republican, Springsteen's a Democrat, and he said, the Republic is under siege by a moron. Did you tell him to say that? No. Was it part of a deep state conspiracy to criticize the president? No. Bob, were you able to hear that? Yeah, Struck must have just loved that little moment. I know. Right. And that's, there you go. That's how, the, the difference, this is the, the difference between Republicans and normal people. Because I know for myself, if I, if I, I if there was a, a, a contender, a, a congressional contender, a presidential contender, whatever, uh, that was an, was such a moron, such an idiot, such a a horrible human being, we, Democrats, we wouldn't support this person, no matter who they were, no matter what they were doing or seemingly accomplishing. You know what I mean? It, it would never get that far. But there, but there you go. Republicans, they have no moral center. They don't give a shit. They will say well, anything. They, they, the do most anything. important. The most important thing in the Republican in a Republican's world is the Republican Party. Right. It is party. It is power. It power. is it is uh, a, selfishness. A, a personal personal influence. And somewhere around you know number one thousand three hundred and ninety two million four hundred and twelve thousand six hundred and three <laughs> is country. Right. Right. And I mean they'll wave the flag because but that's part of. That's part of the illusion. It's sort of like, look over here. It's a when a magician, you know, does a sleight of hand while they're picking your pocket, and they'll, if they need to, 
do sing some teary-eyed renditions of America the Beautiful or proclaim America. You know, it's that what while they are stripping America of her soul, of of her dignity, of her of her wealth, which is more than just money. There is there we, we had the currency of truth at one time. We had some moral standing in the world. That's why when you you know I was in the service and you have uh, a you have your Geneva Conventions card and on the back it says you know if captured you're uh, uh, you're under the Geneva Conventions or whatever. But that even that they they ruined. Uh, they have nothing. They 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 don't um, value their word. They they talk about uh, you know this the good old days, but not for anything that actually made anything good. It's all about greed, racism, hierarchy, everybody uh, having a shitty life, but them. They don't give a shit. If like uh, they they have no. They, I, I I mean, when I got on a train one time, there was like all these homeless people on the train. And I and then I saw that there were these tourists. There were they they seemed to be from some Scandinavian country. It really embarrassed me as an American that the, because that would never happen. Why are we allowing people in the richest country on earth with all these billionaires? They're allowing homeless people to sleep in subway cars. It's a disgrace. And they they see they don't seem to uh, you know care as long as they got theirs. You know, it's uh, it's really baffling to me. But um, the the other thing when you were saying about um, you know the the uh, these Trump pansies, I was looking on um, and Trump's Twitter feed. You know, he I don't know what he's talking about. The, apparently, he he tweeted around twelve hours ago. He's I mean he's really off his rocker, of course. But it was uh, he tweeted. Remember, it was little Jeff Z and his people who are told exactly what to say and who I could not win the election in that there was no way to 270. I mean, like, <laughs> this is what he's saying in the Electoral College. I got 306. They were so wrong in their election coverage, still hurting. I mean, this is fucking really happening. <laughs> He just tweeted again about the Electoral College. <laughs> I, I, I had the, I guess you would say, well, I had the experience, call it misfortune, call it what you will. I watched a beloved family member, a grandmother, descend into dementia. Mm, mm. And this is so like that. Right, right. This is, uh, you know, I, I maintain, and I maintain it seriously, Tara. Mm. Uh, you know, he's the one who went around saying, you know, the the '90s were my sexual Vietnam. Right, right. Uh, I, I think I think he picked up a dose of syphilis yeah. that never never and, got uh, treated, and untreated, yeah. and and he's got tertiary neurosyphilis. Mm. He could, yeah. I mean, that's for real. And they, In but that's the thing. They wouldn't. The other thing with Republicans, even if that was true, what do they care? They don't. They really don't. Look well, at if, there's a, if there's if there's if there's something that doesn't make sense here, it's Mike Pence, mm. because the guy the, the Trump is in dementia. I have no doubt of it. And Mike Pence at the at the stroke of a pen, and and remember, Mike mm. Pence thinks that he he was anointed by God to be vice president so he could be president someday. Right. Right. 
All Mike Pence has to do is write the letter and get the cabinet se- and get you know half of the cabinet secretaries or something to sign All off right. on it, and I think he could probably get them. Yeah, and we could send we could send Trump for an evaluation. Right, but he did recognize a picture of a camel. That's I think why he's a stable <laughs> G. <laughs> that was the Mother. test, right? No. <laughs> And that's why he's a stable genius, and he and actually he 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 called himself a stable genius again overseas, and uh, and this professional but, but the, but victim. The big thing is, go ahead, sorry. Well, yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody's hurting him. Everybody's right. out to get him. Right. But that, but that's part that's part of dementia, and it's right. also part of, of of tertiary neurosyphilis as well, raging paranoia. Right. Right. But you know the the, the big thing the big thing is Monday. Right. Uh, the, the meeting in Helsinki. Um, he's going to he, he's going to take the meeting even after we have been shown. And, and you know, I, I'm all you know, we you know, when we went and busted Mike out of jail, it was at a at a at a, uh, a demonstration for, uh, against the Iraq war. So our bona fides on not wanting war right. are pretty good. Yours and mine mm-hmm. and Mike's. But the fact of the matter is. He's going to sit down and reward Vladimir Putin with a meeting with the president of the United States even after we have a new round of indictments of Russian military personnel engaged in cyber warfare against the United States of America. This is functionally the equivalent of Franklin Delano Roosevelt rolling up to the pilots from Pearl Harbor – and pinning medals on yeah, their chest. Exactly. And what is he going to say? This is the other thing. When he says, "Oh, I'll, I'll bring it up. I'll ask him." And you know, I I believe he believes he didn't do it. Like, what do you like? What the fuck? Um, your intelligence agency says he. This is unbelievable that he's going to go ask him, and tr- and Putin's going to be like. But the other thing is that he knew that he knew the indictments were coming, as we found out. And still went on the news, on TV, and on his Twitter account, railing and whining about a witch hunt. So, th- yeah, where? Well, where but but, you know, but Monday, Monday in Helsinki. Yeah. I have, you know, I have no doubt that the, you know, there's not, there's, he's going to be the only one in the room with Vlad, and it's going to be Vlad's translator. And I have no, no, I have no doubt that Vlad will look at him and say, Donald, it's so good to see you. Right. Let us sit down and watch home movies. Here, <laughs> look. Look how handsome you are. Look mm-hmm. at the lovely Russian prostitutes. Yeah. Oh, look. Look what the Russian prostitutes are doing, Donald. Yep. They're peeing on bed. Uh-huh. There you is... are liking that, aren't you, Donald? Yes, you are. You still like this movie, don't you, Donald? Right. Yes, you do. There is so no you will doubt. go back yep. and you will continue to destroy America and break up NATO alliance yep. so I can take over Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, That's and it. Ukraine. That's it. Right? Yep. Definitely. There is no doubt in my mind that that P tape exists. There is no doubt, and I hope I live to see it released. That would be amazing. And uh, but I see the time. We only have like a minute. To see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to really see it. See it. I do want to see it. I I would see it. I I'd probably regret not be able to unsee it. But <laughs> yeah, I, only if it had a really great '70s porn soundtrack. Right. Well, you know they're going to be making. There'll be a million memes. It'll be amazing. There will someone that will actually add that soundtrack. But anyway, we only have a minute, so we have to wrap up. I'm sorry. I it's uh, you know, 
It flies by. That's that's the tyranny of time, and I am really great that uh, I'm really great. I am great. I am really great. (laughs) I'm really happy that you came on. Thank you. And uh, I'm happy that... It was a blast. Yeah, and I hope we we will do it again, and we, we definitely will. And, uh, you know, in the future, other people can call in, too. I should have given out the number. And uh, I just want to thank everyone for sticking with me and Bob and the show and donate if you can. And just don't give up. That's all. Uh, Like I always say, we stick together. We win and we will win. So thank you. I will see you next week. Bob, hang out.